0: My name is Becky Schnexer, and you're listening to the Expedition Schnexer Podcast. Hey there, and welcome to the Expedition Schnexer Podcast. This episode is called, How Many Times Do I Have to Tell You? Join me as I think about that phrase, reflect on my current practices, and I devote myself to making practical change. How many times do I have to tell you? Does that sound familiar? What about these frequently used phrases? I have told you so many times. I don't want to have to say this every single time we. How many times have we and you still don't know what to do? We use this every day. There are so many versions of this phrase, and I can tell you that I am as guilty as anyone of using them. But today, I'm here to tell you and myself a very difficult truth about those phrases. You are the problem. Yep, it's your communication that's not getting through to that student, that colleague, your friend, your child, whoever it is. The way you are communicating isn't and hasn't worked. So you have to make a change. Oh, snap. I know this stings a little bit. Believe me, it's a hard reality for me to face as well. But I'm using this episode to help myself and hopefully you in the process. My good friend Alicia Ray, the author of Educational Eye Exam, talks about this type of situation, one requiring a lot of patience, a lot of repetition, a lot of saying the same thing over and over in chapter five of her book. It's titled, Which is Better, One or Two? How many times does your optometrist repeat these prompts? Which is better, One? or two, three, or four, and so on. They have to switch back and forth between lenses several times for me so I can look, reevaluate, overthink, and then mutter which one I think is clear. This goes on for what seems like an eternity sometimes, or maybe it just seems like that to me. I can only imagine what that feels like on the other side of the instrument being used to evaluate my eyes. But let's think about that for a moment, shall we? Does the tone of the optometrist's voice get aggravated? Does their body language shift? Do they cross their arms, open their eyes really wide and get in your face? Do they ever utter the sentence or any variation of, I have asked you several times, no. And they have said it a million times to you and every single person who has come in for an appointment each and every day. As educators, we could definitely learn a thing or two right here. You will have to repeat directions. You will have to rephrase what you're saying. You will have to display directions in multiple ways for all of your students to understand what they should be doing. It's a reality of communicating in general, and in school, woo, don't we know it. Let's start finding ways to help stay calm and hopefully minimize frustration on ourselves and our learners. By the way, have you ever been on the receiving end of such b- phrases or body language or tone of voice? No? Well, you're certainly lucky. Yes? Well, did it make you feel empowered, excited, inspired, ready to get down to business? I'll speak for myself. This kind of body language, this phrase, this tone of voice makes me feel terrible. It makes me feel unworthy, unintelligent. And my body language even turns into a cowering posture and oftentimes literally using a hand to cover my face from others just after I look around the room to see who's watching the scene unfold. It quite literally stinks. Now, imagine a student in your class. School and growing up is already super awkward, right? We've all been there, done that, and we continue to live it. Growing up has so many embarrassing moments, times of uncertainty, There's no need for us as educators to add to all of that. In fact, we should be the safe haven for our students, the place where our students don't have to worry about making mistakes. They don't have to worry about being made to feel like failures because of a phrase that sometimes too quickly escapes the mouths of educators. And like I said, I am so guilty of this. I am guilty of these phrases, the tone of voice, the body language, the facial expressions. I distinctly remember the posture and facial expression of a young gentleman in my class as he melted like a snowman at the turning of a season. And it was my fault. I said one of those phrases and it hurt him badly. Thinking about it now, replaying that moment, I watched him curl his body into a C-shape, hide his face, and possibly even begin crying, gives me goosebumps. And my stomach is turning as I'm telling you this. He deserved better. Everyone deserves better than that. Here we are at the crux of a new school year. It's time to be better. We are headed into holiday season, right? Some of us have a lot of holidays to look forward to. The new year is coming soon. We're going to need to use some time to get our students in the groove, maintain their focus, to rejuvenate, to reactivate our relationships with them, our classroom norms, our classroom expectations, and things that, yes, we have gone over hundreds of thousands of times. This is the perfect time to make a change and try communicating differently, especially when it comes to directions, you know that you have to repeat like a broken record. So what are you going to do? How are we going to fix this situation, remedy it, and prevent these situations from happening altogether? The first thing we can and should all do is just take a deep breath. Secondly, let's remember that we will need to repeat, rephrase, and change some of our own habits in communication. We might need to model. We might need to just plain help our students and spend extra time with them. The communication piece is on us as educators, we will need many different strategies to reach all of our learners. And we totally know this, but sometimes when the heat is on, the pressure is on, we easily forget. So let's talk about some of the nitty gritty details about communication. Can you set a new routine for yourself, making sure that all directions you are given are stated out loud, you say them. Maybe it's also recorded on the board for reference as students begin the task assigned to them. And then post it in a third way that you feel confident and committing to. So can you set a routine of communicating in at least three different ways, your expectations and your directions? Are you gonna make, post, or redirect students' attention to posters on the wall containing your reminders of classroom norms, expectations, and what to do if you're not sure what to do options? Can you make videos, post them to Google Classroom or whatever platform your students are familiar with? Maybe embed them in a QR code that's on the wall or in your Google Classroom or on Canva. Maybe embed augmented reality in a picture on the wall of your classroom or in your digital platform. You could use this for directions for any activity ahead of time. I often do this for times when I have substitutes, so I know the directions given to my students are going to be exactly what I would like for them to be. This could easily just be an integral part of all of your lessons and activities. Could you set different groups of students to task-creating ways to remind the class and themselves about expectations, directions, and classroom routines? Sometimes, you just have to ask students, how can you help them? Remember, what can they create for themselves and for their class to help remember expectations, directions, and classroom routines? This actually sounds a really awesome get back into the groove assignment for after breaks in the school year. Maybe have students create ways to remind each other about those expectations. And now that my wheels are spinning, this might be a neat, quick and easy thing to use every single day. Maybe you could appoint a direction reminder student or a group of students who have to create quick videos or directions during your lessons or during your school day. And they post them on your digital platform or within your classroom's walls. This will reinforce their own listening and communication skills and put some of the ownership on them. Say what? I know. So I don't have all the answers. I wanna hear from you as well. What are your thoughts? What are your strategies? What do you already do in these situations? What are you thinking of changing up. We're all in this together. Let's share. Let's collaborate. Send me a tweet. Tag me on social media. I want to know what you're up to. And I promise when I come up with something that works for me, I'm going to share it with you. And I need you, my expedition team, to hold me accountable. an episode of Expedition Schnexer. Yeah, dude, let's totally do it. There is no way that's true. Um, I don't think so. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Expedition Schnexer. I hope you tune in next time.